Today is Thursday, September 14th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Hurricane Lee is packing a punch to areas all along the northeast coastline, and it hasn't even landed yet. The enormous storm is 621 miles wide and is brewing in the Atlantic off the coast of northeastern states in the Atlantic parts of Canada. The area of landfall, if in fact the storm does hit land, is still yet to be determined. Currently in New England, the storm surge from the hurricane is causing extensive flooding and home damage. To make matters worse, Hurricane Margot has now developed in the Atlantic and is headed in the same direction as Lee took and is likely to catch up and may pack a one-two punch for that whole area along the eastern coast. The impeachment inquiry that was started by Republicans in the House has now caused the Biden administration to launch into predictable patterns of leaning hard on mainstream media outlets in order to massage the message sent before the American viewers. Ian Sams is a special assistant to President Joe Biden, and Sams has already fired off a letter to media outlets following the impeachment announcement from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The letter was sent to CNN, The New York Times, The Associated Press, and Fox News. It demanded demands that the media outlets look into Republicans who initiated this whole probe. Sam's essentially told the news outlets how to do their jobs, saying that the opening of this inquiry, which he says is based on lies, should set off alarm bells for all those within the news and should cause them to respond. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has overturned a California law that restricts the marketing of firearms to minors. The three-judge panel determined that such a restriction only infringes on the free speech rights of adults. The judges decided that in light of the broad and vague language used in that bill that prohibits advertisements for guns that could be considered attractive to someone under the age of 18. The judges determined that advertisement genuinely aimed at selling guns to adults could still be interpreted by the government in a way that's applied to minors, and the judges noted that there is no evidence on record of a minor in California unlawfully purchasing a gun at all, let alone because of a targeted ad. In the state of New Mexico, a federal judge has stepped in and blocked a public health order coming from the governor, which banned all guns, open or concealed carry, in Bernalillo County for 30 days. U.S. District Judge David Urias has placed a significant setback to the highly unpopular actions of Governor Michelle Grisham. The move by the judge comes just after the New Mexico attorney general there, Raul Torres, fired off a letter to Governor Grisham informing her that he will not be enforcing her 30-day emergency order against all open or concealed carry. Torres said in his letter that the duty to defend the constitutional rights of citizens in that county takes precedence over legally defending state officials in their official capacity. The judge's orders and Torres's response comes after many residents of Bernalillo County showed up in Old Town Albuquerque, visibly armed to the teeth, yelling out, we will not comply. Here's video coverage of that event posted on Twitter by Ford Fisher. This will not stand. We will not comply. And the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons have released a public statement that challenges the efficacy and ethics behind mask mandates on the general public. And they're doing so as COVID cases return to the headlines in some areas. The AAPS says that these types of mask mandates are ineffective in stopping the spread of respiratory viruses and they pose health risks as well as infringe upon individual rights when they're used. The statement goes on to say that patients have the right to be informed of the risks of this type of medical intervention, and they also have the right to refuse the mask 
as a medical treatment. The AAPS cited a Cochrane review of other mask studies and said that prolonged use of surgical masks and N95 masks cause adverse effects such as headaches, rashes, skin breakdown, and even impaired cognition due to the levels of carbon dioxide that are inhaled when a person uses a mask. The AAPS is comprised of professionals from all practices and specialties throughout the U.S., and it was formed back in 1943. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. The Gateway Pundit website has been really kicking it in the past few months when it comes to compelling reports about voter and election fraud that's being documented in swing states like Michigan and Georgia when it comes to the 2020 presidential election. The report on the Muskegon police investigation into GBI strategies is one example. That report from the Gateway Pundit revealed the methods that were used by a Democrat activist group to push voter registrations as a means of inflating voter rolls, which then provided a working margin of voter names to be used with absentee or mail-in ballots that were sent out to everyone during the height of COVID. This week, the Gateway Pundit has released a four-part series on the Dominion equipment anomalies within Georgia counties in 2020, including Fulton County, where True the Vote did a lot of work using geofencing and tracking to reveal the amount of ballot trafficking that went on there. This latest report by the Gateway Pundit brings up names from Georgia that can also be found on the OpenInk website within the Georgia collection or just by simply using a word search within the document section. This can be done for further research into some of the election officials and witnesses who took part in handling the Dominion systems and the ballots, including mail-in ballots. Names that will be immediately familiar at this point are, of course, Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger. Also, the name Kathy Latham can be found on the opening website. She's referenced in the Gateway Pundit Report and is also named in the series of indictments that were issued against Donald Trump since Latham was willing to serve as a replacement elector for Trump. She also offered a sworn affidavit that Dominion technicians were able to repair voting equipment without ever being physically in contact with the machines. Other search words that will bring up documents related to Georgia that were also mentioned in the Gateway Pundit Report are, of course, Fulton County, State Election Board, or for short, SEB, and, of course, the word Dominion will bring up several documents worth reading, including the document that was put out by Kanikiwa the Great that details the Dominion error found in 97% of Georgia's counties. There are multiple documents related to all of the swing states, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, and they're on the OpenInk website, and they're there for further deep diving, just as the Gateway Pundit continues to report on their findings, as well as True the Vote. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.